What's up, everybody? This is Eve with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. For those of you who don't know, I'm a physical therapist, and this podcast is dedicated to giving you the right health and fitness information that is both practical, actionable, and evidence-based. This is season two of the podcast, and we are so excited. We're going to have a little less interviewing. We're going to do some more topic-based discussions with myself and some of the Made to Move physical therapy and performance team. Maybe have some guest hosts out there. We are so excited for season two. Thank you so much for joining us and supporting us. If you have any questions for me or the crew, just search Healthy Charleston on Instagram or you can reach out to us directly at made to move pt.com that is the number two thanks so much see you soon what's up everyone thanks for tuning in to the healthy charleston podcast this week i had the fortune of having the fabulous dane gifford with me as we talked with joanna gable the bees knees massage therapist Joanna is super bubbly and fun and has some big dreams. She strongly believes that pain is not a lifestyle. There were definitely like a few cool analogies in there. And we talked a lot about the power of placebo, healthcare, and her plans for the future. So give it a listen. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. This week, I have Dane sitting next to me. And across from me, I have Joanna Gable, the bee's knees. (laughs) Pretty close. It's just music. So I'm excited to hear. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, excited okay. to hear about where that came from. So tell us a little so, bit. So um, bees knees. To the the, the the short answer I give people is you know why why the bees knees? Well, I am the bees knees. The real answer is when I was rebranding, I love the 1920s 1930s look, and as I was and I knew I wanted that Art Deco look. Mm-hmm. So as I wanted a name that kind of plugged in with that. I did some research, and the bee's knees is something that is the best thing ever. Like, mm. you're the bee's knees. Yeah. That's so, a funny it, thing. so it kind of like mixes in there together well. Um, and now I get tagged in all of the bee things all the time, oh. which I guess means my branding is working. Yeah, for the bee. So, tell us about what you do here in Charleston. Uh, so, I am Charleston's, as far as I know, only all inclusive massage therapist. I, you come see me, and I'm not gonna do anything to like upcharge you or upsell you. Um, one of my many taglines that I use is pain is not a lifestyle. Um, I like that. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. I had, my mom was told when I was a, a very young single digit human being um, by a doctor that she was, can just expect to be in pain for the rest of her life. And so, you know, growing up, my mom was just always in pain and I went to massage school found out that that didn't have to happen. Mm-hmm. The first chiropractor I worked for, like when I walked in for my interview, he had that on a sign, pain is not a lifestyle. And I was like, that's, that's not claiming that for mine. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, it's a lot of people are, have been told they're going to be in pain. And like I told you guys earlier about my husband, he's been told just, you're going to be in pain for the rest of your life. And there is a thing as chronic pain and you just have to mitigate that and you have to work with that, but you don't have to accept it. You right. just kind of figure out what the best way is to work around that. Yeah. And so that's one of my big goals as a, as a therapist is to help clients manage chronic pain, help them. I mean, and even stuff like spiritual and emotional pain, yeah. especially with this 
wonderful moment of history we're in right now. Right. It's all tied together. You right? know, yeah. chronic pain. I mean, all that plays a huge role yeah. in chronic pain. Yeah. A lot of people don't really realize or, un, you know, like, Exactly. Cover. Exactly. And, you know, the other thing I use is because you wear your body every day, you know, and I tell people all the time, like, we, you, can, you get in and out of your car, you maintain your car, you can't get in and out of your body. Right. You're always there. And so you have to maintain that a little bit more. So those are just, you know, my, I try to be holistic and complete mm -hmm. in a, there's a level again for the woo and the crystals and the massaging your aura, but that, that's not me. I have yeah. crystals in my room, but more because they're pretty. Decoration. Yeah, yeah, but again, like if people think it helps, I'm not going to stop them. Again, I love the studies on like the placebo effect. I mm -hmm. love how we're studying and learning about like on a neurological level. Like, I can give you a, a sugar pill and say, this is a sugar pill, but you will still feel better after you take it. And it's like, <laughs> Yeah, oh. and I think a lot of people view that as negative, but it doesn't have to be. Oh, right. it's ridiculous. It's powerful. It shows us so <laughs> yes. much about the brain and mindset and not yes. even, like, positivity, but just the way you view your world. Exactly. It can be so powerful. And, and I hate that, that it is looked at as negative. Yeah. There's a lot of... I don't really know in the PT world, but in the massage world, there's this huge dichotomy on the woo, and then yeah. just like the evidence-based science, and just, you know, it's like, I'm never going to cup, it's just a placebo. Like, why is making your client feel better exactly. a bad thing, yeah. even if they yeah. just feel better? Like, why is that placebo of feeling better bad? But yeah, like, we're not trying to provide fake treatment, Yeah, but it's the same thing. Do I expect to be in pain all the time, or do I think the crystals are going to help me get out of pain? Yeah, and you know, so I, that's... Again, like some of, I had in massage school, um, a chiropractic neurologist was our PT, our, our PT, our um, A&P teacher. And that's kind of where I started to learn mm -hmm. some of this like pain science, neurological stuff and um, took the rock tape courses January, February, March and um, kind of picked that back up again after, yeah. after 10 years or so. And I just had forgotten how much I loved just how powerful the mind is. And, you know, there's, there is a space in the world for crystals, if you feel like the crystals are making you better, you know, I don't, but I don't have a problem with people who do. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I think if you just flip the script, too, and go all the way on the other side of things and talk about orthopedic surgeons and surgery, we do everything we can, and I think both of us, all of us in this room, try to limit the amount of uh, exposure to surgery mm -hmm. to any patient. Mm -hmm. But when the time comes and the decision is made to have surgery by an individual the best course of action is saying you're making the right decision. You, you know, you're going to come out of this better than you went in and, and trying to again, set that mindset yes. to the fact mm -hmm. that, okay, they've committed this to will allow that commitment better. to carry through on yeah. the positive side on the back end, because they probably don't need the surgery. There's a good chance that they don't, <laughs> but if they can come out of that believing that that's what's going to solve and, and you know, then you yeah. help them recover even further, exactly. then yeah. that's powerful yeah. too. It yeah. always depends on the patient. It's always about patient education and their expectations. Because, I mean, I'm never going to sit here and tell them all, like, fake evidence. Right? Yeah. And it, But it's like if they want this because it feels good and it's going to help them do the things that are going to be the long-term fix, it, yeah. then, like, why would I not want them to feel good? Yeah. Like you said, what's it, wrong with it that? It just it, it drives me crazy. I was in a couple of different, like, evidence. Because, again, I want to, like, read and I want to be as knowledgeable as possible. But some of these, like, evidence-based massage therapy pages on Facebook, it's like if, it, if they don't have 100% evidence that you in, – in the massage world, you really can't do, like, you can't do double-blind studies. You can't do placebo yeah. studies. You know if you're being rubbed or not. <laughs> That's funny. You know? You know yeah. if you're doing the rubbing or not. Yeah. There's no way to really have these 
supposed proper scientific studies to study the benefits of massage. And so that's where you just have to trust the body on the table. You know, mm -hmm. it's your body. You get one more vote than I do. And so if you say that you feel better because I waved a crystal over you, even if I didn't touch you, then I'm I'm going to keep waving the crystal while I probably roll my eyes. But again, that's me. But if you want to have crystals waved over you, I've got many friends who will yeah, do that and exactly. not roll their eyes. So. Yeah, the problem <laughs> the problem arose, I think, from people rubbing the crystals or whatever they do with crystals and yeah. saying, this is the fix, this is what will get you long-term. And I think that's where all the placebo, nocebo studies came yeah. from, was like proving that wrong. But I think what it gave us was something way more powerful that yeah. we should use instead. Yeah. 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 Right. And I, I think that's, you know, just to highlight the purpose of Healthy Charleston podcast was in order to have those discussions that allowed us to basically sit across from people of all types of massage, orthos, no matter what the, the specialty is or whatever, and have conversations because mm -hmm. there isn't a right or wrong necessarily. There's obviously ways yeah. that made to move believes that things are done. And, and, you know, we have the ways we like to treat, but we try really hard not to, um, I guess, downplay or bash anybody, you know, yeah. especially through even the podcast, just like we're having this discussion. Yeah. Like, it's all about finding and fitting the people out there listening to the people that are on the podcast. Yeah. And you might be right for some of them, like you said, yeah. you're the world's greatest. Yeah. But you might not be for everybody, and it's the same with Made to Move, right? I yeah. hope that uh, people can find other new practitioners through us. There's, yeah. yeah, there's a lot out there. And, and that's, mm -hmm. I mean, and I, I give a lot of people a lot of props, but you also have to encourage them because, like, I had one lady, she's like, I have seen physical things, I've seen it all, and I'm still not, you know, at least she was still trying and she didn't give up. I think I was like the fifth type of practitioner she had seen. Dang. Now, because she's like, I've done acupuncture, I've done PT, I've done the stem cell injections or whatever. PRP? Yeah, yeah, I can't, I, she had had some sort of injection yeah. that wasn't cortisone. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so she had done all these things, and so I give her all of the gold stars that she was continuing to try. However, as I worked on her, I, I discovered that she was, she wasn't, she was compliant in the hour that I had her mm -hmm. and wanted to do everything, but I'm like, okay, go home, do these things. Guess what didn't happen? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's that balance, and then there are some people that are like, well, I tried massage, it didn't work, so I'm not going to try anything else again, and I'm just going to roll over and just be in pain <laughs> for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's their decision. I mean, so, all we can do is try and Yeah, and, and so, you know, so it's like I try to give those, those props to those people who maybe they're not super compliant and they don't do the homework they need to be doing, but it's like, you know what? You you you're trying. Don't ever give up. Yeah. You just yeah. you know, and that's where you just have to educate them about like that in between stuff at home. Yeah, it's the most important part. You know, yeah, you can't. You know, you 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 go to the dentist. You have to brush your teeth. Yeah, that's, the a great that's a great analogy. You cannot yeah. to floss. Yeah, I mean, if you're not write that one down too. Oh <laughs> if you're not taking care of your teeth between dentist appointments, there's really minimal point of going to the dentist. Yeah. So. Yeah. Again, that same kind of concept. I think we pretty much end the podcast. I know, right? <laughs> Normally it takes us like 45 minutes to get to that point. I was going to say, based on what you were saying, like doing this podcast has really made me realize that we're all trying to help people. We're all just, like you said, like we're all trying to get people out of pain and get people to lead better lives, more fulfilling lives. We're all doing it in a different way. And it's not that my way is better than Dane's and Dane's is better than yours. It's yeah. just like there's enough people to go around. There's there plenty really of people that all need different kinds of help and different kinds of support. 
So instead of us all being against each other and being like, well, my way is better, you don't go to that doctor. I think yeah. doing this has allowed us to feel more like a team. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like have so many connections and be like, oh, well, if this isn't working, like I have a great massage therapist to refer you mm-hmm. to, or I really trust this doctor yeah. about like holistic healthcare and, yeah. and really coming together to help that person and not be selfish about your patient. Yeah. Like your patient isn't there for you to be the person that gets the credit to help them. Yeah. Like they're just there for help. I tell people all the time, find someone who's going to work themselves out of a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you know where to go when you need that job again, you know, Yeah. or where you know where to go to help you get maintained. We always but, talk yeah. about like the abundance mentality because there's so many people to go around. Like yeah. if, if we had it our way, every person would be, you know, brushing their teeth, getting a massage yeah. and working out and strength training. But not everyone's doing that. So there's so many people that we can reach. It's not like, oh, well, I, I want these 50 people because I don't want them to, be, to go to you because then I won't have a business. Yeah. Like, no, everyone in the world should be doing these yeah, things. For sure. Right? Yeah. For sure. So how did you get started in being a massage therapist? So when I graduated from high school... Um, Are I was, you from Charleston? No. Okay. I am from everywhere. I was born in Canada, and I lived in three different Canadian provinces. Wow. When I was 16, we moved to Atlanta. My mom's family is in Atlanta. My dad was getting his PhD. Because of my youngest brother, who's in the wheelchair, um, we needed to be around family who could help with that support system while my dad was going Definitely. through a lot of schooling. Um, also, my mom's my mom has been working with the family business, and so she just kind of like reattached to the family business, mm-hmm. um, especially advertising. So it just made, us, it made a lot of sense for us to go back to Atlanta. Graduated from high school, uh, Atlanta suburb, went to college in Greenville, did not let school interfere with my education. <laughs> five years later, <laughs> good. five years later, I was teaching in Seoul, South Korea. I taught in Seoul for three oh, years. That's fun. It was really, it was, yeah. and so Seoul is actually where I really got into body work. I was actually encouraged when I graduated from high school to be a massage therapist, but mom, you don't know me. So five years, really eight years later, because, you know, five years of of, um, Bible college plus three years of teaching in Korea, they have these spas, we'll just call them bathhouse spas, Mm -hmm. called the Jim Dobong. And it is basically a public bathhouse. And when you go in, you're separated by gender because you are completely naked Mm -hmm. and you sit in, in the, the setup is, the basics are the same, the, the amount is different, you'll have usually at least one form of sauna and two types of pools, um, that's in the smallest option, and then you'll have um, body work you can get. We went to one that was like an absolute monster, I think they had in the women's pool section, they had two dozen different pools. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah, like so we have soaking tubs. <laughs> There's one, of, the closest one is in Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> it's See called, you there. Yeah, Jeju Sauna or Spa, I believe is what mm-hmm. it's called. So that's the closest one. So I started going to Jim Dolongs when I was in Korea. I got body work, got scrub downs, um, fell in love with the whole idea of it. Um, and it's an, and and they go there like here we would go get coffee, we would go get our nails done. It's just part of the go. I mean, yeah. like I'd hear my students, like high school students, oh, you go to, to Jim Dolong after, kind of, you know, it's like. That's just yeah. what they do. It's a social. It is. It yeah. is very social, but it's also. I mean, and it, it was really. It's neat too because when you're there, you see. It's also very generational mm-hmm. because you'd see like old little ajumas with their 
who knows, grandchild, mm -hmm. great-grandchild, taking care of them, bathing and washing them, and just like a generational thing as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so you pay your main entrance fee, and then you would just pay for and that would get you the, sauna, the, the pools and the saunas, and then you would pay for your body work. That's kind of how I based my practice in the terms of you just like one payment, you're going to get everything. Oh, I thought you were going to say hosing people down. No, no, no. No. But just in terms of, you know, like, so I tried to model it ish after that where mm -hmm. you just, you know what you're going to pay and you're going to know beforehand if you want anything extra that mm -hmm. you're going to know. Before. You're not going to get, I'm not going to walk in and say, oh, you want this is extra, this is extra, mm -hmm. no, none of that. So... I came back to the States in 2006, nope, nine, 2009, because, you know, yay for a lovely economic crash. Right, yeah. And, Perfect um, time to come back. Yeah, I knew I didn't want to keep teaching. Yeah, what did you teach? I taught, so I taught high school science, and it was at an American school for mm -hmm. kids, for Koreans who eventually wanted to go to school okay, in America. So it wasn't an... An English school. Mm -hmm. It's I taught in English. It was an interesting setup. It was a cool setup. Yeah, it's a cool um, opportunity. Fact, yeah. In fact, one of my students, I believe, is um, still here at NUSC, going to med school. Wow. Yeah, Aww. one of my seniors. Yeah. Um, but we. Uh, so I came back to the states. I went to Chicago. I, my parents are in Minneapolis, and I was in Minneapolis long enough to get a car. I told my and I was going to be in a wedding in Chicago, and I told my parents, I said, I might if I find a job, I'm staying in Chicago, and they're like, okay. And my parents are very supportive, and so um, went down to Chicago, found a job working mall photography oh, wow. for picture commission. Like J.C. Penny. It wasn't even J.C. It was, it was yes. kind of a combination between J.C. Penny family glamour shot nonsense. <laughs> yeah, um, working working for commission. But it, it was an interesting job. It solidified my desire to not have children. <laughs> no. <laughs> well. no wonder animals eat their young. Oh my um, <laughs> But it was, it was still a good learning and growing experience. It also gave me the ability to go to massage school after six or nine months. I'm like, I need, I need to do something real with my life. Mm -hmm. I was able to get grants and scholarships to go to massage school. So I, would, I, I did massage school in the day and I did, took pictures at night. And did that for about a year. Um, Hustle. Yeah. I mean, I would get up at like 5.30, drive 20 minutes one direction, be in school until 4.30, drive 40 minutes the other direction, mm -hmm. work until 9 to 11, depending on which what night the mall closed and then I would drive 20 minutes back to the middle. <laughs> of course they couldn't be near each yeah. other. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, at least I was in the middle, you That's know, kind true. of thing. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was mm -hmm. extending the chaos, but, um, so I did, you know, massage school happens. And for me, the best way to describe the way I learn is when I'm sitting and I'm, I'm learning, but it's the, it just feels like I've always known what I'm learning and it's just like finally being unlocked and released. And because when I'm in massage school, I'm like, Oh, I've totally known how to do this. I totally understand how this works. Could I have explained this before ever in my life? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> but I just suddenly know. And I mean, that's still when I take CEUs, if it's the right CEUs, like that same weird. It like fits your yes. Beliefs. It just, yeah. not even beliefs. It's just like it, 
it goes, it does, it almost like bypasses my brain and goes right to my hands. I can't. Wow. It's really That's weird. That's a gift. I it's think. really cool. weird. I can't explain it. And, you know, it's people like, well, that just means you don't understand it. I'm like, not true because I can like knock this shit out of you now and be really, you know, help you feel better now. When a week ago before I took this class, mm-hmm. I could never have done that. And I said, so something, and so that's why, again, with the woo, it's like, I was meant to do this. Okay, fine. But, um, so, massage school, worked for a chain spa for two years. I actually, if I hadn't left Chicago, I'd probably still be in that chain spa. Um, the franchisee really took care of us. She, mm-hmm. she, t- she gave us paid time off. She gave us, she paid for our um, liability insurance. She also paid for our license. Nice. All, all based on a sliding scale of how much you worked, but she still mm-hmm. did. She would also give, she also gave you $50 a month towards um, AFLAC insurance. So she really took care of her therapist. Mm-hmm. Most of the time she only lost therapists because they moved. Um, and I got tired of it being always winter and never Christmas. So I moved to Charleston, <laughs> sight unseen. I had sworn I would never be back. I would never live below the Mason-Dixon line again. And here I wow. I now yeah. live the farthest south of everybody in my family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, so got a, and it just it was just an easy transfer to that chain spa. Um, same you know chain spa to chain spa, oh, okay. and I was at the one down here. And um, when my husband scheduled, you know, met my husband, married him. So I moved here in July, I met him in August, and then I married him in December. Uh, 2014 was a crazy year. <laughs> and um, by the end of 2015, I had start. I, my husband was putting together the massage room in the house, and I was just building up my practice then. So, so you've been doing massage therapy out of your house for five years now? Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, I really enjoyed it. It's, I still enjoy it. Um, I have gotten to the point in my business growth and what I want to do that I really can't, I can't grow anymore in my little 144 square foot room. Mm -hmm. Um, if I did, we'd have to like take over the guest room and I want to, I want to do stuff like have a float tank. I want to have saunas. I want to have, do you want to have your own office or be a part of someone or what's your dream? What's your ideal? A, let's call it wellness collective mm-hmm. where it's almost like a co-working space for practitioners where we can we kind of have our own clientele but you know it's like hey go to see this person mm-hmm. for this that person for that um so if that happens woohoo yay <laughs> if yeah. not I, with what I want to do in my business I can still for the most part be pretty good and then just be like go over you know sitting yeah. over there even if we're not in the same building but you know big picture i have a i have a client who he would he would actually angel invest if i were to create that yeah because he's like he's been like he's like yeah he's like i would love like i could go get a massage and then just like have a co-working space where i just like sit and drink coffee maybe have a food truck and i would just like kind of like the space in korea right like yeah, it's very similar to that, except not, not all. exactly. Yeah, but just but just, just like to have this the space of mm-hmm. like not just this or like not when you get a massage yeah. then you leave like somewhere Correct. to, to yeah. chill and yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, big picture, I really would like to have a float tank in my business model. Within is that the salt? Yeah. Okay, I did one of those. There's only one. There's two in South Carolina. Okay, I did two it was businesses. In Texas. Yeah, there's two. One one is actually um, in Charleston. They have mm-hmm. two float cabins. I think the other one in Greenville. Um, yeah, 
And it's so obviously it's not big in this part of town. Yeah, yeah. it scares me kind of. You know, I'm not oh, a big fan of being in the dark. Mm-hmm. So well, the what the way it's set up um, here, the way they have it is, um, so they have it's a cabin. Right. You're basically in a giant shallow, like eight yeah. inches or like so, this big um, tub, bathtub. Yeah, and then. I can stand, but I'm short. <laughs> oh my god, it's that big here. Mine was mine was like yeah. a I can't, a pod. That's yeah, what no, I was this saying. is a, they call it a cabin. It wow. looks like look, from the outside, it looks just like a fully enclosed like steam sauna without no. glass. Oh, and so they've got a bunch of different lights, and so you can actually like leave the lights on in the main room, and they just shine through the vents, so you're mm-hmm. not completely in the dark, or you can just turn all the lights off and be completely in the dark. Um, I love it. It's amazing. You just float. Yep. For how long? Uh, an hour. I do an hour. Yeah. These guys do, I think, as much as two hours. Yeah. Glow, I think it's called Glow Spa, I believe is what yeah. they call it. I think they go as as high as two hours. Which, and you like it? Oh, man. it's. I just lay there and I counted to 500 like seven times. It, so I was like, wait, this is over. <laughs> See, I just couldn't, I I couldn't turn it off. Oh, that's part yeah. of what the appeal is, yeah. is that you, it gets you into this like neurological state where your brain has nothing else to focus on. The first time I went, my it was like, what is happening here? And I eventually fell asleep. Yeah, I um, think I was in and out. Se- yeah, the second time I was probably asleep within wow. five minutes because I knew, you know, I don't. I've only done it twice. I'd like to do it again, but it's on the other side of town for me, and I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I'd love to have the, you know, the float tank. I'd love to have, and again, create these like all-inclusive packages where people can mm-hmm. come in and they know that for X amount of money, they basically can be. You can be there all day. You walk in, you get your massage. You can use you can use the float tank for up to this many minutes. You can use the sauna for up to this many mm-hmm. minutes. And here's our little relaxation wellness room that if it has free Wi-Fi and if you want to sit and read a book or do your send yeah. some emails, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Smart. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It's- so where are you with that? Have you started your search? Um, Did you just make the decision to? Start? I have sort of started the search. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, Corona's made it really easy for you. Oh, super easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the there is a esthetician that I that I like. She's mm-hmm. very holistic in how she approaches the skin. She doesn't do peels. She doesn't mm-hmm. do abrasion. Anything like that. She tries to heal the skin from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. So her her philosophy is very similar just towards skin not towards you know mm-hmm. muscles yeah um and she's trying to get out of her space and she would like to be closer to park circle so we've we've looked at a couple spaces uh we're waiting to hear back on one of them that what the um the owner would do is willing to do mm-hmm. and depending on what he's willing to do we would probably proceed with it and we would be able to rent out wow this is happening it, it, pretty, pretty ish. We could, yeah. Uh, we would. That's exciting. We would be able. It's two thousand square foot space. We'd probably be. Yeah. yeah, we'd be able to have up to probably three, three other renters, depending on how mm-hmm. we do it. We want to have space for a classroom. Um, I do something. It's trademark term is called yoga massage. It's just a yoga massage combo. The, oh, that sounds ideal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's the the two women who came up with it. It's a massage therapist with a PhD in social work. I think she's got a PhD in social work, but she works in social work. And then a yoga practitioner, teacher, practitioner. So they took, it, so it's trauma informed. And so it just talks about how, like, we only need, like, seven minutes of, of well-intentioned touch a day to benefit us on all of these levels and so in 
I, I call it um, relax and restore. I don't want to pay the franchise fee. It's I the like same relax concept. and restore. Yeah. And I did it. I did it last summer, out of my like my home garage. I called it massage in the garage. That's I, can, cute. I can take up to five people. And it was popular. It was really funny. Yeah, it was. My husband and I were both like, people are just like, you know, there's the there's the garage beer fridge, there's the washer dryer, and here's five yoga mats set up. Yeah, what is what is yoga massage? Like walk um, me through that. So it it's like. support it's I I help guide people into supportive massage positions. Mm-hmm. So I provide the bolsters, I provide all of the things and we we go through and then as you rest in those positions, I go around and I massage. When are you having it again? I know. Right? <laughs> Why are we waiting? I don't know. How did I not hear about this until now? That's exactly what I want. Well, I'll let you know when I do it again. I haven't yeah. because I mean I just I've been open two weeks a week. Yeah. You know? sure. So hopefully soon. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, and the other thing too is it's very. I tell people it's 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 a more cost effective way to get some of that relaxation, restorative touch. And I say, you know, if one of the things I use is if your muscles are as tight as your wallet. But also, you don't have to just be cash-strapped to come do it. Some people yeah. love the idea of it's just a new experience. It's very relaxing. Well, yeah, and it's like, I, to me, I've always wanted, like, like, I think you probably were just alluding to, I want it all. And when it comes to wanting it all, it's tough to get it all when finances are an issue, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't afford the Cairo the massage, the acupuncture, the float tank, the, yeah. the annual no, wellness time. exam. I mean, that's your whole time week, right? Too, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, if I can combine things, and I'm of the thought that I don't need an hour. Like, I don't need a yeah. full hour of PT yeah. every time I need to have my, my ankle or my knee addressed. And I don't need, when I'm stressed out, I need a full 60 minutes on a table. Yeah. I can take a quick 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And like you said, a quick yeah. restorative touch is a long yeah. way. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like a weekly checkup. So, and I do, and, and I've been able, I have a little 9 by 13 dish that's insulated that plugs in, and so I'm able to incorporate my hot stones mm-hmm. into that. So, you know, things like that I'm able to do, and it's been, when I've done it, it's been very well received. Again, with the chaos of the universe in this moment, I yeah. think the universe needs that restorative touch. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> people are longing for touch right now more than There's also, you know, like the touch hunger, and just in... The brokenness of where our country is in this moment, like that restorative, nurturing touch is very needed. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I really would like to get that back mm-hmm. going. I just, it's it's getting hot and I can't really do it in my garage right now. I you don't have space in my yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna reach out to Jay at Locomotion, hopefully when he gets open and be like, I'd like to just give me your space like one, one yeah. day a month and I'll do like Well, two. especially like... For, for that gym because I'm also yeah. a crossfitter and like I love yoga but the reason I do yoga is for that relaxation like the deep stretch kind of mm-hmm. Sunday or like Wednesday night type of feel yeah. and so that would be perfect because my favorite part of yoga is like when they come over and like adjust you yeah. and it's so weird but it is like that that touch it's and a like, nurturing touch yeah, yeah and it's just like relaxing yeah. mm-hmm. so it, it's like the best of both worlds like I get to move around and relax and stretch and then I also get a massage yeah like yep. yeah so yeah. But, and so that's, I'd, I'd like a space that I can offer that. Yeah. That's in the air conditioning because Charleston, most of the time, you need a little bit of air conditioning. Here, people are doing hot yoga. Like, yeah. just go walk outside. No, but yeah, you don't in need to park. do hot yoga. You just need to go outside that's and do right. yoga. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, so, like, and then there's getting, continuing education to come to Charleston is difficult in part because of just how expensive it is to rent mm-hmm. a space. 
And so again, to offer a space that's more affordable to bring continuing education Mm -hmm. for anyone who wants it kind of thing. So, you know, big picture, that's what we'd like to do. But knock on wood, please Jesus, by the end of the year. Yeah, wow. I think commercial yeah. space is only getting cheaper. It so. really is. It really is, <laughs> and especially that's a good point. yeah. So, and it's a, it's where we're looking at. It's a good location in North Charleston. So. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Good. Happy to hear that. Yeah, and being I think in that like Park Circle area also would be. Yeah, Park Circle is is definitely growing. They've they've got the they've got the restaurants, and now mm-hmm. they just need some of those retail personal service spaces. I love mm-hmm. watching Jay grow and yeah. like. I've, and just his heart for community and how much he just really wants everything to be, you know, the world needs community and the Because they're building so a broken. new space, right? Yeah. 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 They started that pre-Rona. They did. They started right. it, I think, March. Okay. And oh. uh, so, you know, it's, I'm excited. I'm, I love being a part, member of that gem mm-hmm. and, you know, just how, how well he does community and how well he, you know, how, his heart for people's health. Mentally, physically, yeah. Emotionally. I think he he's he like us, you know. He yeah. has that like community driven. Yeah. Wants to educate and empower people, and like yeah. wants to help people genuinely to help people. Yeah. He's not the you know because when I when I I'm in a business coaching group, and when I mentioned that I was kind of working with my mm-hmm. gym, and it's kind of a CrossFit gym, and they're like, oh, you're gonna need all the, those CrossFitters are gonna love you. I'm like, it's not. Your typical CrossFit. I mean, they'll still love me because yeah. I'm amazing. Right. Yeah. But they're not your typical CrossFit people that you think of you know like let's lift up heavy weights and throw them down and go I feel like I could say that about every gym because everyone you know has this like idea in their head of what a crossfit gym is like it's true and it's just not true anymore like you maybe all the gyms here in Charleston every gym is so different we have people from all walks of life so much diversity it's like exactly 10 years ago was like the box you get dirty in the box yeah you take your shirt off and you grunt yeah I don't think that's it anymore no like I go to like a really nice, pretty gym that's always clean, you know? Yeah. Things have changed. Very community-oriented yeah. anymore, which so is great. So tell me about the process. So say I'm a new client and I want to get a massage. And, like, do you do an evaluation? Like, how does that work to figure out what I need? So my intake form is very basic when you book online. Um, there's, like, I think I have – I literally have, like, five questions. And, again, the reason is because, like I mentioned earlier – People might book three weeks out, and mm-hmm. I'm going to book a massage today for three weeks from now, but I'm like, man, I could just some relaxation treat me time. However, in the next three weeks, I could be in a car accident, I could fall down the stairs, I could... Something could happen at work, yes. stressed. And-, and so my goals and my needs for the session are going to change. Could change, likely change, especially just in general. That's Three weeks is a long time. And so I... it's not until someone comes in that I really try to find out what their goals are for the session. Um, if they do an hour, I try to encourage them to just focus on upper or lower body, just because again, with, I'm so detailed that it's kind of hard to do everything mm-hmm. in an hour. It can be done if it's for relaxation only. It's not yeah. a deal. But you know, so it'd be like, so what are, you know, it's like, what are your goals for today? What's going on? How is your day? Um, for new clients, especially it's like, um, you know, what, what, what brought you here? Like what, what caused you to first book your appointment? Mm-hmm. Nine yeah, times out of Nine times out of ten, it's word of mouth. They're not even saying, I was in pain or I needed stress relief. Nine times out of ten, they're like, oh, I know so-and-so, and and they told me I had to come see you, and I just thought a massage sounded good. Yep. So they don't even know, and that's another thing, too, is so many times they don't know why they're there. 
they know at the end they want to feel better. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't really have a really super thorough intake. I do check on them, like, are you on any kind of blood pressure medications? Do you have any health issues I need to know about? Because, like, I'm not interested in, you know, damaging you. (laughs) Definitely not. But I honestly... It's very simple and very basic, and we, we just chat about your day. We chat about maybe what you're, like, right now, any clients who've been coming in, I'm like, how are you, like, like how stressed do you feel? How are you right coping? Yeah. yeah, because, again, between viruses and protests, the stress level is at this all-time high. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, make sure they have no allergies, because I do use, um, I, I use, I have a variety of um, mediums that I use mm-hmm. based on the based on what they tell me in their intake. Right now I've been using one that I actually made. I, I uh, worked with an herbalist and a clinic, clinical aromatherapist for, um, to create this. It's, it's based off of what's called trauma oil, which is in the herbalism world of an herbal infusion of olive oil, arnica, St. John's wort, and calendula. It's really good for, specifically it gets used for like skin bruise trauma kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's evidence, though, that arnica heals on the cellular level, like breaks and stuff. So it's really good for that physical healing of some of that stuff. But then the, um, with the aromatherapist, I told her, said, this is the oil that I'm using. This, this is what I'm looking for for aromatherapy purposes. And so I have an, um, she helped worked with me, and I, so I do the 5% dilution mm-hmm. in my trauma oil of a blend. It's got black pepper and rosemary and juniper and ginger and lavender. <laughs> There's all of the things. Yes. Yeah. And so that's at a 5% dilution in the oil. Okay. So I've been using that right now on most clients as we've been coming back because yeah. there's so much trauma that we're dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and otherwise I just use that on people who come in and they're just like, oh, I just need a massage. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so I check for allergies on that kind of mm-hmm. thing. You know, you just check for some basic health stuff and then beyond that you just work on helping them feel better. Because ultimately, when people come to when people book a massage, they want to feel better. Oh, yeah. whether it's from pain or from stress, they right. just want to feel better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't know how to verbalize what feeling better means to them. Yeah, I feel like sometimes people just need that hour yep. it's dedicated mm-hmm. to them, and they just need mm-hmm. to to chill. And so, one of the things that I do again to kind of have them check with themselves—not everybody fills it out, but they almost everybody comments on it. On the wall, I have a little two little whiteboards how I felt before my massage and how I felt after and that's cute. I encourage yeah. them to write on it and they, every time they write on it they, t- they come out and they tell me what they wrote and they're so proud of themselves but that's again I yeah. want them to like think of their mm-hmm. progress they've made in that last 60-90 minutes and how they felt like a piece of wood is currently written on there, <laughs> you know, yeah. and like a jello noodle now. A jello noodle, yes. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, it's well, just getting people to identify with like their their feelings yeah. and like so, how I felt before, how I feel now, and mm-hmm. starting that yeah. conversation. Well, I think it's so important in the medical field because I mean, so much of our world in like the insurance based scenarios are, you know, are you at a eight out of ten pain level? Like eight point five, nine. Know, like, like, like what about now? How yeah. about now? And oh it's my like, gosh! Oh, and then also like, are everybody like are the society is so much on that quick fix type of yeah. thing? They sometimes forget that going from a five to a three is a win. It's you know, still it's a positive, better, yeah. right? And so having some like like visual like that that allows them to really connect with. Yeah, I'm not perfect, but I did improve, and yeah. that's super important. It helps remind you as you walk out and you paid money that 
oh, I did this for a reason mm-hmm. and I gained a result. Yeah. And that's so feedback and that, for you. Yeah. Too. And that's all, you know, as I said, like everything is clients come to me to feel better. So my intake is not as clinical or as emotional as it could be, but I still make that connection. And I just, mm-hmm. I really just, as I talk to them, I try to just check their face, check their posture, check their, you know, are their shoulders up here? Yeah. Are they talking like this and they don't move their jaw, they're just moving their lips? <laughs> yeah. You know, and you see that stress and you can see that and then, you know, and, and I, the other thing I try to do when they come out and I'm like, man, you look like you're feeling better, your shoulders are lower, and I'll yeah. tell them what I see, how I've seen mm-hmm. them change, and I want them to know, like, you did this for yourself, good for you, and then we had a conversation about like why we maintain and why we brush our teeth between dentist visits and why we keep yeah. getting massages. So what do you have them do in between? Because I've never heard of anyone telling, like I've gone to a massage and they're like, okay, do you want to book again for two weeks? And that's it. Like there's nothing in between. Right, there's never. So that, I think that makes you different. It always depends. I mean, obviously it's going to depend. Yeah. Just like you are going to have different people do different things. Yeah, definitely. Um, so sometimes it's, Okay, so like for instance, when I the the woman who had a hard time being doing stuff in between sessions, mm-hmm. um, she had some shoulder issues, and I was like, just I'm like, just every morning, just get up and like rotate, just wiggle your shoulders, just move them, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, and, you know, I'd see her however many weeks later, I'm like, okay, do you wake up every morning and just wiggle? She's like, no, it's so stiff, I just can't. And I'm like, we're excited to talk about how it's important to do that. So, you know, a lot of times it's just really simple stuff. It's not, here's a band, go stretch, go do this, go do that, go touch your nose to your toes ten times. You know, one t- I, I tell people who I'm like, I feel like you just need to, they say it in the morning, they just feel a little stuck and like, what do I do? Like, a really simple thing to do is just Google a sun salutation for yoga and mm-hmm. just do some sun salutations. Mm-hmm. If you do it, it takes you like seven minutes and it's a great way to wake up it's a good way to wake up and it gets you moving yeah so i really try to identify again what they've been coming are you know are you here for stress relief or has life been really stressful lately i say i tell them i say go home say make sure you drink your water but get yourself a glass of wine and sit and relax i say go you know i like that homework i think you know so so again it just depends on what it always depends what they've come in for sometimes it's go home take a bath sit and relax Sometimes it's, I want you to go home, I want you to go for a walk, mm-hmm. and I want you, but nothing more than a walk. Maybe yoga tonight, because I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do some weightlifting after this. I'm like, don't do that, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, again, it's very, I always try to give them a little bit of homework so that, again, they don't think that I'm the person to rely on to help them feel better. Mm-hmm. I am definitely a part of that puzzle, but again, it's your body. You get one mm-hmm. more vote than I do. You live in your body. You you're ultimately responsible for the way you feel. Right. I'm going to help guy. you as much yeah. as possible. But so yeah, that, we preach that all yeah. the time. It's like, I can give you all these things to do and we can dry needle and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it comes from you. Yeah. Like I'm just your guide. And the, like you said, the goal is that we run ourselves out of business. We make people so independent yeah. and able to help themselves that they don't need us anymore. And then, like I said, there's plenty of people in the mm-hmm. world to go around. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. I think that makes you very different because Every time I've gone to get a massage, it's just like, what feels bad today? Neck, shoulders, whatever. Let's massage that. And then they're like, oh, do you want to come back in three weeks? And there's no, like, how are you feeling? How did you feel after? Mm-hmm. What are you doing every day to help yourself? It's it's just so focused on, like, let me do this massage. And they don't, they don't go any further. 
Um, so I really like that about your practice that you really like, you try to dive into that person and yes, in that relationship. We want to see them as a, as a person, as a body that needs something. Yeah. <laughs> like why did they come in? Yeah. And so again, that's why it, it, it said like with my intake, I don't, I've seen some intakes that are like pages and pages long and they're deeply clinical. And it's like, I'm so glad for that therapist. They probably found their niche and it probably works well for them. But I don't want the person to feel like they're just going to be seen as like who they are on paper. Like what you yeah. wrote down. And I think yeah. sometimes they're inaccurate anyway, right? Like I know personally I'm terrible. I'm the worst client in the world. But I see an intake form and I'm like, I don't know. Like whatever. I don't yeah. have any allergies. <laughs> I don't – it hurts all over. Like, it hurts all over. You know, and then I'm yeah. done. You know, like I don't yeah. I don't put yeah. zero thought into it. I'm not giving any real yeah. data that's objective and like, you know, usable. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like why yeah, waste the time. The other thing that makes me laugh about like massage therapy intake form sometimes is like the look. Picture of the body. Yeah. The body. Cir- the body. Circle where it hurts. Make an X if it uh, yeah. tingles. Yeah. Or you know, yeah. Like, Some of that stuff. <laughs> it's like almost more confusing. Right. And it, it just like really leaves is. them feeling confused. Now I'm more stressed than when I got here. Yeah. Like, if you just sit down and talk with that person, you'll mm-hmm. find out way more you mm-hmm. ever could have figured yeah. out on an intake form. Exactly. Exactly. And that's really how I try to be and... I've had some some of those more clinical therapists yeah. be like, you're just being lazy. I'm like, that's fine. If that's what you think. Yeah. I know what works for me, and I know that my clients love me. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so where do you get most of your clients? Is it word of mouth, referrals, it's online? pretty much word of mouth. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm getting a lot more online. Um, I mean, I have, we all are, right? We yeah, have to. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have a good Google SEO presence. Mm-hmm. I think I own, like, 10 domains. <laughs> nice. <laughs> We're yeah. learning about that yeah. here yeah. too. I, I own like best massage therapist charleston.com. I own. Oh, you can own those? Yeah. And they all 100%. go. Yeah, I, I own Park Circle Massage, North Charleston Massage, Charleston Chair Massage. That's good for you. I have yeah. so many. I have so many domains that I've forgotten the ones I've, I own. So yeah. I'll email my web girl and I'll be like, "Can you check on this massage?" She's like she'll be like, "Oh, it's owned," and then she'll email. She's like, "You own that? You already own it? Yeah. <laughs> Great." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I do a lot of you know. I have really good SEO. Um, Instagram, you use Instagram. I use Instagram. I use Instagram as a way to be businessy, yet connect as a personal yeah, level. Um, because I work from home and I have two dogs. They can. Oh, what kind of dogs? Yeah, um, a mutt and a pit, oh. and they're the massage puppies. <laughs> and clients can actually book my dogs in the room. Love it. And oh my gosh! I have, Dog therapy. I have about. Thirty percent of my clients put the dogs in the room. That's cool. That's great. And they're little buttheads because they have they know that when I ask them, "Do you want to get a massage?" They go right to the massage room and they're so excited and they love to do it. You know, and of course my clients love it. My clients are like, "Oh, they're so cute! They're so fun!" I'm like, hey, <laughs> like, listen, I deal with this and I, like, I tell them like, "Okay, they're." I said, "They're your dogs, so if they." lick you I said I, I said these are my rules for them but in the room you have asked for them so you it's all on you I said I might have to like restrain yeah. them just because they're being ridiculous like my mutt one day she was licking a client and she was looking at me with that what are you gonna do face and I, oh I was like no that at this point <laughs> we're not, not doing that. <laughs> yeah if you're going to openly defy me That's yes funny. you will get sent to the corner <laughs> massage dogs so yeah they're the, they're the massage puppies um and yeah, I, there were some where we were going with that. A lot of word of mouth. Oh, yes, yeah. word of mouth, you know, yeah. and so... I'm just knowing people. Instagram, I post about the massage puppies. I'll, sh- I'll show... It's hard to do before and after with a yeah. massage. 
Oh, yeah. But if I can do it with some of my really regular clients, mm-hmm. like when I, I did the rock blade scraping and, like, just the difference in, like, shoulder work, I would, like, scrape one shoulder and there'd be, like, a two-inch difference. I'd be like, can I take the picture? Like, yeah, sure. And so I'd post some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband is an unwilling picture often. Yeah. Like, I'll, you know, because of his bum ankle, I'll tape his ankle or I'll just take pictures of me working on him. Um so, you know, just some stuff that I do. I'll do screenshots of where I've done virtual consultations. Mm-hmm. Somebody shot me a message about they have the rock tape. They got the, the roll of tape from me, and they were having a hard time figuring out how to tape their hand. So I, we did a little consultation about how to tape the hand. So, yeah. you know, just little things like that. Yeah. Some of the things I retail. Some of the things just about my life. Yeah. When I was shut down, we built a fence around our property. So I posted that I was building a fence. Yeah, just, personal thing. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. a mix of business and personal. Yeah. Um, I you know, um, but yeah, it's it's primarily word of mouth. Um, my and it's primarily in the Parks Circle area. Yeah, just it's good though. You I mean, know. you have a locale, you have a niche, and yeah. you have that, that those raving fans, which is huge. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, that. I'm deeply proud of the fact that I literally, I, I, I kind of want, I, I, I look forward to the day that I don't get a five star review because then I get to like show people how professional I am by my, <laughs> by, by the way I deal <laughs> with this nonsense. Well, we got a two star review that wasn't from a patient, wasn't from a it client. Wasn't, it was just we don't know goes. where it came from. Yeah. Oh no, because that's when you're just like, well, I'm sorry you had a. Two right. star feeling. Yeah. I've never I don't, you yeah, I don't see you in our records if you could give it. And that's again, you just like, but again, that's where you can show those public when they're looking. They're like, they're, they're reading reviews, they care, How do they, and they respond. Yeah. But so far across yeah. Google and Facebook, I have only five star reviews. Right. That's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, man. More about you. More about me. What do I like to what do? What is a day in the life? Um, I really love businessing. Oh, so you work. A, you're a workaholic is what you're talking about. No, I'm actually not. I'm actually a very lazy person by nature. Um, however, I love talking business. Um, kind of my ideal niche clientele are actually fellow business owners. Oh, yeah. Entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for a variety of reasons, but mostly because I just love talking business. Right. I'm a third generation female business owner. You come from business yes. owners. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I kind of like goofing around doing businessy things. Awesome. Um, I really like to cook. Um, I, I used to be a really big reader. I'm not as much lately. All of those brain cells go towards businessing. I understand that. I read all those books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've been binging podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Movement Maestro is one of I love her. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I, she's like life goals to take some of her intensives. That's where you got the, or the rock tape was probably that connection, right? I found her through rock tape. Yeah, she's great. But yeah, I love her. Um, I love some of the more like loose, funny ones. Um, My favorite murder. I'm going through that one. My dad wrote a porno. Oh yeah, that one was hilarious. (laughs) I didn't didn't listen to the podcast, but I watched a couple of the, HBO shows yes. or whatever. Yes, okay, yeah, you definitely, if you like the HBO shows, you need to go through <laughs> and actually listen to the podcast. That sounds frightening. Because, yeah. like, oh, it's so, oh, you don't know, okay, so no. basically an, a 60-something-year-old Irish man adopted the, not, the the name Rocky Flintstone and has written some pornos, and he gave them to his son, right. and his son decided to read them to his friends chapter by chapter. That's 
hilarious. There are frequent conversations along the lines of, has your dad ever seen a naked woman? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> it's so, so hilarious. Yeah, that I bet that's pretty so, entertaining. Yeah. And I like how podcasts have gone, like, that route. Yeah. They're not just, like, so, educational anymore. They're, they're funny and, and like, murder like, mysteries. like, six books. They're only, like, yeah. 15 chapters. Very short. Very right. ridiculous. So, yeah, my dad wrote a porno. I binged that one. Um, my favorite murder, Movement mm-hmm. Maestro. Um, I like Don Miller's story brand podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I tend to be like when I'm, you know, in the kitchen catching up mm-hmm. on like, you know, dishes and stuff, podcasts. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, have a, we have an acre that's got this beautiful eight foot privacy fence now and I've, yes. had, I've set up a hammock and oh, so I like to come yeah. up outside and let the dogs run around and uh, play mighty face while I sit and drink my coffee and do whatever. <laughs> so. All right. I think it's time for rapid fire. You ready? Okay. Do the things. Favorite Charleston restaurant? Oh man, that's not fair. Stems and Skins. Oh. Ooh, I like it. They have my favorite bite in all of Charleston. It's their it? whipped ricotta with the fermented garlic. That sounds so good right and now. And the Evo oh. baguette. I just love being able to go in there and get the uh, I have not off the, been to this place. Uh, the off the, you know, yeah, right like off the, the yeah. Right Alright, favorite book? Oh, man. So many right. of them. Uh, let's go with the favorite book that I read recently. It was Aaron Morganston's um, latest novel called Under the Starless Sea. Under the Starless yeah. Sea. She also wrote um, The Night Circus. Favorite food to eat? <laughs> Coffee. Okay. <laughs> Favorite food to cook? You said you like to cook. Uh, I've gotten into sourdough breads with this uh, corona yes. life that everyone okay. else has been doing. Oh, I love sourdough bread. And I've and I if I could like actually like let it cool before cutting into it like you're supposed <laughs> to do it, it would probably so be good. even better. Yeah. But like it smells yeah. so good yeah. and so tart. So. Favorite yeah. exercise? Not exercising. Oh my god! Don't tell. You want a locomotion? Right? I do. What's yeah. <laughs> your favorite thing? Sleep exercise. Like you yeah, see it on the real. workout, you're like, yes, I'm excited for that. Um, I actually like penguin taps. <laughs> penguin taps. I'm yeah. sure I know what a penguin tap is. It's, you're, it's like a hold a crunch and you like oh, tap on the ground. Right. Okay. I got it. Favorite Netflix or binge watching show? Uh, it's a toss up between. Well, right now I'm going through Doctor Who again, but my. A good background one is always Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Okay, favorite character? From Parks and Rec? Mm-hmm. Ron Swanson. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because I married him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I married okay. Favorite Swanson. type of music? Yes. Got it. <laughs> Last one. Favorite yoga pose? I don't really do yoga. Oh my god, you just talked about I'm yoga. hyper mobile. And so, Sun salutations. Yeah, I just think <laughs> just I, 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 in, in massage school, we did yoga stuff, and I never realized that, like, I can sit with my feet pressed together. Can you, know, you touch like, your thumb to your. She doing close. it? What about, can you bend your pinky back? It's like the bait and scale. What about your elbows? This is like an advisor. Yeah. Well, it's not, yeah. It's more of my hips your than hips. anything else. You're definitely mobile, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so because I've got my hips are hypermobile, the rest of me is pretty mobile. I don't incur. I I will tell clients if I think they need to stretch, but stretching and yoga is not a huge thing part of my life. So, <laughs> got it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, this has been really fun getting to know yeah, you. No, it's yeah. Great to meet you. I feel like I want. Yeah. I definitely want some yoga massage, and I just want a massage. So. Yeah, I want a dog massage. Where can we find you? Like. 
Do your clients book online? BeesKneesCharleston.com. Oh, I'm getting a business card right now, people. Yeah, I'll throw it because you wear your body every day. Love this. That's right. And then following you on Instagram. Um, Bees Knees Charleston is pretty much if you if you do the, the do the searches, puppies. you'll find me. Perfect. This is cute. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been awesome. Yeah. Until then, see you next time. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on the Healthy Charleston Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, we would love for you to head over to Instagram, search Healthy Charleston, one word, like, follow, comment on today's episode. If you have any questions, comments, if you have possible guests that you want us to bring on, if you have any topics you want us to discuss, reach out there, send us a direct message. We would love some feedback. Also, if you get any extra time, head over to iTunes, give us a rating. Again, put comments there. We love your feedback. Have a phenomenal